Hi, this is Joel Richardson, founder of Soul Joel Productions. I want to thank you for watching this and all of our content on Soul Joel TV. Just keep it in mind, every time you see this logo, that's our stamp of approval to know that it's quality content. So thank you for watching this, and now enjoy the show. Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm Mark Rigonato. With me, as always, is the laughing hyena known this as... is Richie Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with the word this? <laughs> Every time he says this, he's got to do a fucking dramatic pause. Somebody... Hi, I'm Paul Joe Richardson, and you're watching this, the show. And anytime you see this... The logo. Maybe oh, because it's, we had Craig Gas on. Maybe he was doing a Christopher Walken. Maybe it's what it looks this like. Logo this logo is. It's the, like, um, uh, what was his name? This is CNN. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm yesterday up. was a little tough. I had a hard time hearing, and uh, yeah, and, uh, so it was a it was a tougher show. This 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 today's this. Gonna- this, this is going to be a good one. going to be a good one. <laughs> so, uh, Richie, how was your day today? Did you have a good one? You... you know what I did today? Um, I was going to, you know, I go for a walk every day. I do like four yes. or five miles. And a couple of buddies of mine went golfing. My couple of my bar buddies, my drinking buddies. And one of them wrote and said, hey, we, f- we went golfing. And we're at my house in my driveway uh, and he, he wrote a bunch of us. Why don't we come over? And we all stayed in his driveway, like six feet apart. We did you take a couple it off? Of beers. Beautiful day, sunny day. Huh? Nice. What did you think? I said six feet apart. Six feet. Yeah, and it was nice to because a bunch of good friends I haven't seen in forever. You know, you had so, a Clorox wipe for your beer. You know, huh? You had a Clorox wipe for your yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit down. It's so that only- was nice. Little change of pace, you know. You know, you want to know what I did today? What? I can't believe I'm even going to tell this story. Uh, so I, I teach the kids during the day while Angie's teaching other people's children. And I'm going through Axel's work and Duke's work, and we're having a great day. And then I go, you know what? I had a, a some something I had to do earlier at 7. I go, I'm going to run to the grocery store and uh, pick up some stuff. So I got ready, and the kids were driving me crazy. They they wanted to go, and I'm like, you can't come, and they're driving me crazy. But I get in the car, I take off, I get to the grocery store. I have a full cart of stuff. I'm buying like all kinds of goodies for the kids. I'm going to spoil them. I'm going to do a really nice thing, right? Get to the checkout, checking out all my stuff. I get to the end. I go to my pocket. My wallet is in the other pair of jeans. Not the, I had three hundred and fifty dollars worth of merchandise and and bagged ready to go, no wallet. What happened? What did you have to do? I was panicking so bad. I was checking my phone to see if like my Samsung Pay app would work there or if any if my bank could like shoot the money over. I had no idea what to do. I started freaking out. I ended up calling my wife put the kids in the car, drove to the grocery store. Oh, my run God. Out. Luckily, the, I was at a self-checkout. So the lady goes, just put your stuff in a cart and go over there. I'll check you out. Mm-hmm. I'll print the receipt, and I'll check you out when the, she gets here. I had to sit there. There was a line going all the way around the frozen food, all looking at me like, you dumbass. <laughs> I was the most embarrassed I think I ever was in my life. That's terrible. I was so embarrassed. And the funny thing is, is if this was any other time, you just go screw it. I'll come back. Fuck just, it. <laughs> yeah, Good but now you're like, this away. I am buying these goddamn products. That's <laughs> it. Axel's birthday is coming up. It's this Sunday, so I was like buying stuff that I know he likes. And oh, it's he and Joel, right? Is it Joel Sunday? Is Joel? Is he son? He May has 3rd. the same birthday as yeah. Is, he has the same yeah. as Axel. That's right. 
Yeah. And uh, so I was getting, you know, stuff for him to make him feel good and comfort him because they're going through a hard time. They have no idea what the hell's going on with right. the world. Well, now he saw everything he's getting. Yeah, and he he, there's nothing better than both of your kids getting the pull up and go, look at this dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a good show today. We have a great show today. Yeah. In um, fact, we should bring out we're, this we're have a little guest host. producer. <laughs> yeah. We're going to bring our producer out. He, Let's bring him out. Oh, we got a good show today. We have a great Everybody show loves today. him. Yeah. Right. He has we the sound out. on. Wow. He's on wow. top of it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Look, you guys, you guys brought me out kind of quick. Wow. Just, trying, just trying to do my thing. Joel, we love you. Joel, and what? we think you're the best producer in this <laughs> country and business. Where are you? Are you home? Are you in your uh, my it, girlfriend's house? That's quite the shower curtain you got behind you there, buddy. Oh yeah, and this have, this is new. <laughs> you got the add a BC hat on. Ah, uh, you're ready to shank a white supremacist in the shower? Yeah, really. <laughs> It's so funny. You turn it around. You look like the totally the, different. You look like the FedEx guy that everybody loves. You turn it that way. You look like the guy in the shower. Everyone. You fears. look like you're worshiping Allah. <laughs> this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. This is everybody's favorite FedEx character <laughs> running up your doorstep with a box. Like, hey guys, I'm here for you. So what's up, Joel? Nothing, man. We're uh, just trying to survive, and we have a great, great week. You got a big birthday coming up. Big birthday. The big four zero. Big four zero. Yeah. I keep forget. I think you're younger than me. Yeah. You, I... you still have life in your eyes, <laughs> buddy. You still have hopes and dreams. It's called single life. <laughs> uh, I I swear to God, I always think you're younger than me. I, it's I weird because I always think you're older than me. Uh, everybody <laughs> does. My grandfather thought I was older than him. How old are you, Mark? I'm 38. Okay. Yeah. All right. I turned the big apart. three nine May 12th. Oh, your oh, birthday yeah. coming up too. Oh, all right. Yeah. Wow. I don't really celebrate my birthday anymore. When I was like 10 years old, I was the old man. I was like, eh, who needs them? <laughs> 10 years old. That's it. I That's used enough to, now. I'm double to, digits. I sit on the, the garage on a lawn chair, reading the newspaper, watching a storm. That was a good night for me <laughs> at 10. <laughs> well, we got a great guest today. We do. We do. We yeah. should do it. We should hop right on because uh, we're, we're like eight minutes in, and I think anybody watching really Can wants to. Can we show to... a video? I think yeah, we Yeah, let's, uh, let's show, show one. This is like, uh, you know, letting taking the beard off of Santa. We're about to show you who the Santa is. Dude, that's what Joey said before the show. Exactly that. You weren't. Yeah, he told me to say that. Oh, really? Were you on when he said that? Yeah, he said you guys could say it's like taking the beard off of Santa. Wow. All right. All right. Well, before we bring out our guest, please enjoy this. Oh, hey, guys. It's very back here. Hope you're doing good. So, uh, yesterday on Facebook's. We surpassed 100,000 followers. How cool is that shit? So on Instagram, we're almost at 50,000. So if you guys could go to a video, tag a friend, get them to follow the page. And if we reach 50,000 followers on Instagrams this week, I will do a very special surprise for you guys. I can't wait. I'm having so much fun. Hope you guys are staying safe and I'll see you soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Please welcome Troy Hendrickson. We took nothing off. Nothing off of no. Guess what? We did fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Did you really? So we did it. <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna we put you over that. the top. <laughs> <laughs> so the way we like to shart, start every show, Mark, yeah, shart. Yeah. How we shart every show? We bring Rick Adon on because he we usually shart. With, we shart the show with this. <laughs> So what are you drink? What are you drinking, uh, Troy Chardonnay or Cabernet? Cabernet, son, come on. Cabernet. Uh, no, so I I am like an exclusive uh, Cabernet drinker now. I went I went to California once, and now I think I'm I'm some bougie bitch really? apparently. <laughs> what are you drinking, Mark? Going back to my roots with the white go. trash Miller Lite, baby. Yeah. Is that, 
that hair, that beard, and that college shirt, you, you, <laughs> you look like you should definitely be out buying a gun. Right? This is, <laughs> look, I just got ready to go to a wedding. So you look like you should, you know, Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. God damn it, get your gun and don't let these bastards tell you yeah. <laughs> that you have I'm, to stay indoors. I ain't wearing no mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going rum and coke today. Rum and coke. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. What are you Cheers. drinking, Joel? I know nothing. Just coffee. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Joel. Nothing I'm about during to... a pandemic, staying awake. I'm just, trying... <laughs> I'm, just... <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight, man. You're doing a good job. You know man. they have those new white claws that are like 70 <laughs> calories and zero carbs. Yeah. Joel loves getting white girl drunk on that. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it, hon. <laughs> So Troy, you got the drink out. You, you yes. No time. We're very proud of you because nobody ever understands the concept of drinks, jokes, and storytelling. That you might want to have those ready. Well, well, Joel was like, "Do you want to do drinks?" I said, "Yes," and he was like, "I jokes and story." I was like, "Oh, okay." Sorry, I got really excited there. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I brought my backup bottle just in case I have to. Uh, nice. I don't know yeah, how long the show is going to be, but okay. <laughs> I told yes. him. I told him it was a half hour. Yeah. I've done worse in less. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, I totally forgot to grab a drink before we started. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then Richie's like, "What are you drinking?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." Uh, I got a hangover. Good excuse. <laughs> so, what's your joke, Troy? My joke. So, um, so, uh, Joel was explaining to me earlier today and like, I don't have, like, I get it a lot, uh, where I do these shows and people come up to me and they're always like, um, uh, I have a really funny story for you. And it's never funny. It's never funny. And like, they pull me aside and they take up 10 minutes of, you know, my time after the show. I'm like, Hey, have a good one. Have a good one. And those people are like really nice and they hug and they, they get out and they take a picture and leave. And this one lady had me, it was at soul Joel's too. Soldiers, and she had me locked in a corner for 10 minutes trying to explain this video that she saw about happy coffee. Um, I don't know nothing, what, nothing what to it do was, with her character, nothing to do with Aunt Mary Pat, nothing to do with like Philly or anything like that. She's like, <laughs> You know, the video where the lady has happy coffee, she's like, Happy coffee, and she kept saying it. <laughs> and then after 10 minutes of her explaining this to me, I was like, So essentially, you want me to plagiarize someone else's video because you thought it was funny. And I have no idea what you're trying to to say at this point, but uh, yeah, happy coffee is my joke of the day. <laughs> I still I still don't know. I still don't know what this is I'm about. Pretty sure that's coffee late with LSD. Well, <laughs> maybe that's what Joel's drinking. That's what Joel's drinking. Some happy coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I love after a show at Joel's because that someone always comes up there like, "Hey, I got to tell you something funny." Yeah, like Joel, leave me alone right now. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I did not see that coming. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Oh, we made a sharp left. Is anybody, uh, is any of you guys ever after a show, even though you just performed, have somebody come over and give you credit or think you're somebody else? Always to give you credits that's not yours. Like, oh, I saw you on. And they say something that you're not on. Well, it's a little different for Troy because it's his show. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, I, I still get it though. There was one yeah. someone like credited me, like, "Oh, I love you so much. My mom loves you. My favorite video is this." And I was like, I "Said that," and she was like, "Wait, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit." Aren't you and the then bread awkwardly and milk guy? left. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I get um, it. I get it all the time. People come up and go, "You were great on the Tonight Show," and I'm like, "No, that was Ellen DeGeneres." <laughs> That's why you grew the beard. No, I, I beard. I love. <laughs> I love when people come up and tell you that they could totally relate to a joke you did. And it's another comic. It's the other comic who was, and you're going, "No, that wasn't me. That was the other guy." And they get mad. They're like, "No, it was you. It was you." I'm, no, it wasn't me. That's the I other. Swear. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> I would know if I wrote that joke. I would tell you, like, why would I tell you who's the other guy? <laughs> well, I normally get it because I'm the host, bringing you guys all up for the show, and it's people like Mark. You were hilarious, Richie. So funny. 
Joel, I enjoyed listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> or or they go like this when I when I brought up Shuli, guy comes stumbling across and he goes, I love listening to you on Howard Stern. And he was talking to me. I'm like, this guy is so drunk. I'm like, whatever. He goes, no, trust me. My dad got me listening, and now I'm a huge fan of yours. I enjoy listening to you. I'm like, dude, <laughs> come on. I love it. Yeah. The so worst Troy, don't... I've ever got was I was at a casino and somebody came up to me and like was really seriously like flustered to see me, and I was like, like uh, I'm an opening act. <laughs> like I, nobody should be flustered to see me, and. uh she just kept saying, like, I, if I could just take a picture with you and show my son. Oh, my God. Oh my, and I'm sitting there like, who do you think I am? And she said, Vince Gill. <laughs> oh, boy. Did you, first, did you take it and roll with it? At first, yeah. I was like, thank you. I'm not him. And then I looked him up, and I was kind of like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you call Gary, Vince if you could bang up a picture of Vince Gill, that'd be so awesome right now. <laughs> Get him in his fat, or his skinny years and then his fat years because we know which Vince one she fat. thought I was. Really? Yeah. He, well, he's not like fat, but he he's husky. Oh my God. Vince Gill got really fat and looks just like Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Joey. Jo shout out to Joey St. John working hard behind Joey's the scenes. Always, yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, Mark. So Troy, a lot of people don't know um that they know your character from Aunt Mary Pat, but they don't know that you've been doing other characters and you've kind of used this quarantine to try them out. So you uh, you did the Tiger King. Yeah. Hey y'all, this is Joey's on TV. All right, here we go. Carol Basket is a bitch. Motherfucker. I saw Tiger. And I saw Maine. I saw Tiger. Now I understand. I saw Tiger. And I saw Maine. Joe Exotic for present, y'all. <laughs> wow. Now, how long did it take you to to do all the makeup and get ready for that? For Joe Exotic, like eight minutes. It was yeah, like I was um, the hardest part was finding camo in Philly. <laughs> you know what? It's it's bit actually I that that's a hat I own very much. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I have to like really give it uh, like a shout out to the Amazon delivery drivers because the turnaround on like the shit that I need to put these characters together has been like instantaneous and I appreciate it. Um, no, so like I saw uh, Tiger King, like most people who, you know, were stuck in quarantine, like, oh, what is this? And then as it started, I was like, this is a fucking gold mine of like yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, so I did Carol Baskins first. Um, Let's show that clip real here quick. Here we go. Let's show Carol. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Carol here from Big Cat Rescue. Here in my hands, we have our newest rescue. She is a snow leopard. Her name is Lynx, and we are so happy to have her here. Now, people have been asking, Carol, did you feed your husband to uh, the tigers? <laughs> it's preposterous. <laughs> so I, I like, Carol obviously took a little bit more work to, to get going, but uh, it, it was just so much fun. I like, I, you know, abu not abused my cats. I don't want to put that out there, but like subjected my cats to be my little, my little tigers, but yeah, uh, little, 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 props. <laughs> little props in there, but no, it's been fun. Like I've, I've been trying a whole bunch of, you know, new characters and impersonations, which, you know, I have nothing else to do other than to, you know, drink wine and impersonate assholes. But um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, especially like Tiger King is like an amazing source material. And I actually like got booked to, personally like a joe exotic for like other gigs and stuff like that from that video really? so, yeah i um I, I like i hosted a party and then there's this uh gig that i have that obviously you know the the restaurant's closed i host a bingo there and like would you be able to like uh give out takeout orders as joe exotic so stay tuned that might be you know happening but uh <laughs> It's just, it's so funny. Like, it's just, it, it's so funny. When that show came out, I got, immediately, I got all these emails and text messages going, there's this dude, and he totally captures the eccentric Southern, like, lunatic. 
And I was like, <laughs> I got to see this show. I got to see this show. My wife and I watched it and just lost how fun. It was so outrageous because every person in it is a whole new character. And somebody from my hometown put a, uh, ah, Doug's in the house. Yeah. What's um, up, Doug? But uh, somebody made a meme of all the different towns in my hometown to yeah. who that character is. So it's like, if you're from this area of Youngstown, you're this guy. And I was like, holy shit, it's accurate. <laughs> it, it's 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 great. Like, it literally, like, I just, I, you know, the voices are wonderful and, like, there's just, like, the shit they have to say. And, like, I was, like, as I was watching, I'm, like, jotting down notes so I could pull this together, you know, really quick with things I had around my house. And I, I ordered these, like, hair extension clips to make his beautiful mullet. Um, <laughs> so that was that was a lot of fun how did Just how did you get started with this you know, well and what was your first character was it aunt mary pat or so uh i i actually went to performing arts high school went to college for television writing and producing i think the first video Wait, well, i did like college? i went to columbia college in chicago okay. and uh i started making movies there like little comedy clips and um I did like a zombie love story that won an award. I don't, I don't know where that is or, you know, if it means anything now, but I won it. And um, no, I started doing like these videos in high school. And then I did this. I used to do this thing where I was pretending to be Miley Cyrus. And I would wrap like a blanket around my, my head and, and do these videos. So that's like where I, I started doing like film clips. And then uh, I think the first big uh, impression that I did was Stuart from Mad TV. And that like, ah. <laughs> blew up like about a year before uh Aunt Mary Pat did. So that was like the first thing I did. Um uh, Michael McDonald, the actor who uh played Stuart, retweeted it and uh oh, I really? ended up oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Wow. And I, I did he was I like, Thank you for being Tom part of my him. own personal hell. And I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so yeah, Aunt Mary Pat started almost three years ago. That was like the first, you know, like uh, you know, big thing that I did like online. There she is, right outside of Nifty Fifties, um, and uh, you know that was just me making fun of my mom. No idea that that would be uh, you know as big as it was, but <laughs> it's wild, right? And you, so you just started online, and people yes, took to it. Well, I I, I started performing uh, on stage in drag, hosting drag shows and doing comedy numbers. I did um, a pageant where I impersonated uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, oh the God. old White House press correspondent and uh that was a lot of fun and then uh yeah and mary pat started in videos and then um a few months after like a few months after it got started people booked me for appearances and stuff and i remember like it, there was one show early on where like i would just come out and like literally say hello take pictures of people and, and that was it i didn't have a show and this lady complained she goes where's the show and i was like this i, I am the show you know i didn't have any like nothing it wasn't like a comedy show yet and you it wasn't until like you a, just had a meet and greet, just a meet and greet. That was it. And that was good for me. And then I was like, oh, well, if I want to keep this going, there has to be, you know, some substance. I have to do something. And that's where the shows kind of got started from there. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard of that before where someone goes, hey, come, come meet this character. What are they? Yeah. No, it's like the Wild <laughs> West now. There's like this whole new, you know, because of the, the, the YouTube followings. And it's yeah. like a whole new world now. It's like a, there's like a, a, it's entertainment 2.0. Like it's not the traditional story you hear. It's now these people are doing this. And it's really yeah. cool to see like old school, new school. It's like a new world. I love it. Well, it's it's weird too, because like, you know, I was doing these appearances at Mary Pat where like, I mean, you guys see, like it takes me, you know, 10 minutes to get ready and, and go out there and do my thing. And, um, I, I, then I was doing drag at the same time and I would, you know, put hours of effort into getting ready and all these things that I needed for it to make like 35 bucks and then do uh, <laughs> Aunt Mary Pat and get ready in 10 minutes and, you know, make a lot more than that. So it's like, it's, it's funny what people, I guess, I don't know what, what they appreciate or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I definitely learned a lot because I, I knew that it, you, people are only going to be interested in looking at you for so long until you have a little you know, meat added to the bones right. there. So, right. well, I mean, I've I seen the show and it's hysterical. So, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I ne I never did stand up comedy before, and I was like, I can't imagine that is easy. Like, I mean, I think people who they watch stand up comedy shows, they're like, 
oh, I could do that. I could do that. And then you get up and do it and you're like, this is hard because you hear everything, you know? And I think that's, that's probably like the biggest, the biggest learning experience that I heard is you hear every fucking thing on that stage. Right. So, right, right. right. Well, the key to stand up and people don't realize is that it better look easy. Yeah. 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 You know, when comedy looks hard, it's not comedy. That's, I can't, I hate sweat bits. I call them sweat bits. It's like when a person just, you, you realize you're applauding because they memorize something or because right. they work so and it's like, like good for you good for you oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't, that was a long rant a long way to go to get to one joke yeah. for you, good for you Joe. but uh, <laughs> enough about me but fucking donuts but anyway um so you you were you you were at the college of chicago you were yeah. in the film obviously yep. and and you were doing where, where did you start doing um drag the drag shows was it in college or uh no so i actually i went to uh i I moved back home um because i realized that uh i was not going to be steven spielberg and i had a hundred thousand dollars in debt so i was like (laughs) better move back in with the parents and uh i came back home and uh then i started i i really like um you know missed performing and and missed that and someone was like hey do you want to do a drag show and i was like sure i I have nothing better to do on a Friday night and I, I tried it and I, I kind of fell in love with that style of performance. And it's, you know, it's a little different, you know, I, I do comedy numbers, but it's, it's different than the stand-up setting. So it really, I mean, really got my feet wet and really got me comfortable performing in front of an audience. Um, so yeah, I think it was like 2011, I got started like in Philly. Now, when you did a drag show, did you sing or did you have, did you mime the song? I always wondered about that. Cause some, I've seen both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I'm always impressed when like a guy gets up there and he, you know, he's dressed to the nines as Donna Summer or something, and then yeah. he belts out the song. You're like, holy shit, that's pretty good, you know. Well, if you, if you bought my album Talk of the Township, then you know I have a horrible singing voice. Um, I, I I usually I lip sync. That, that 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 was a shameless plug. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I lip sync, but I also do uh, live impersonations in character. So I like. Some of the videos that I've done, I, I try to mimic you know their voices and and do like a a live monologue. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, when I did that, uh, it was a like a like a press 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 conference performance, and then I did um, a performance as Caitlyn Jenner a few years ago, and it was uh, when uh, she won the um, Courage Award. So I came up in like the white the white dress and did this whole uh, this whole bit, and I had my mom in the audience dressed as Chris Jenner and I pointed her out and <laughs> my mom really like, I mean, affair. She takes a beating, man. She's such a trooper. <laughs> That's, funny. That's really so, funny. I when, like you, that. when you came back, uh, moved back to Philly and you, you decided you were going to go into the doing the drag shows. Yeah. Um, and you're just, was it just, this is just something fun to do. And or were you thinking like, oh no, maybe this can be how I make a living? Were you? I mean, that that's kind of always been the goal. Um, I I I mean, when I moved back home, I knew there wasn't as much opportunity out there um, as there was in Chicago. But like, I mean, the goal was always to perform. Um, However, that looked like it. You know, it just you know whatever the the cards that fell on my lap were going to be. I wanted to, and I I was telling Joel a while back, like I worked all these jobs, like six months a year and I changed jobs every every year because I never found anything that make you know made me happy. And now knock on wood, I've been, you know, been able to do this full time for uh, over two years now. So now it's like finally something's making sense in my life. And I'm finally like, something's making sense. We have a global pandemic. Yeah, it's like <laughs> doing um, doing my first like national dates and then it's like, guess what? You're gonna be stuck inside it. your house for six months. Yeah. Well, <laughs> What I, what I like is is whenever you, you use topical jokes and, and whether you use them in character with Aunt Mary Pat, but then if you're mm-hmm. not, you, you take like like uh, press conferences and you make fun of the characters as yourself, but yeah. uh, but impersonating them like the like the mayor of, of Las Vegas. Yeah, this was a good work. one. <laughs> we have so many in our hospitality crew. Probably we're two and a half million people down here in Southern Nevada. 
and That's we have so many Thunderbird out of work wine because of the like. casinos open. Yes. If it was a person, well, that's a piece of it. I want the hotel rooms open. We. She's a nut. And so you. Ooh, Anderson, you are good. You are tough. But th this is not Dujong, China. This is Las Vegas, the uh, the entertainment capital of, of the world. Uh, we can't stand by and and not open. I think you you should let us open, and when it does, uh, you'll see that we are the cleanest place in the world. Uh, the fact that we are here uh, and the, the Flamingo and Circus Circus are still open and no one's died from uh, a disease speaks to uh, our testament here. Now, if you want, we can do the front line. We can be, you know, patient zero and put the entire cast of Thunder from down under, uh, Donnie and Marie and Paula Abdul uh, on the front lines. Now, that woman looks like a cigarette butt floating in a glass of wine. That's See, exactly her. <laughs> I got confused because I watched it before we went on. I thought you were doing Anderson Cooper. <laughs> Very similar. Yeah, at the end, uh, she almost does like a Christopher Walken. That's <laughs> Wait, now here's what gets me. Number one, how did you find an outfit that it, it totally was the same? Did you call her and say, "Do me a favor, that that outfit you had on it"? And then email. Yeah, listen, Tuts. Give me some fashion tips. <laughs> I, ha I have friends, like, uh, you know, friends in, in Philly that make fun of me all the time. Because once that interview went up, my friend made a status. And they were like, what is Troy going to have uh, this video up by noon the next day? And I was like, no, 1.30, because I sleep in late now. <laughs> Boom. But, uh, no, I had that blazer hanging up. And then the wig, I, the wig I had, the pearls I had. And I was like, this, like, I can, I can throw this together really, really quick. But if you, uh, if you switch the wig just a little, you could be Donald Trump. <laughs> push it all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just stand in a wind tunnel. Uh, it's it's just like I have like all this. I'm gonna show you my drag room now, but I have like all these different wigs and character like thing. I, I go to Goodwill a lot. I'm like that's something. I don't know what that is, but that's something. I'll save it for oh, that's a, a rainy day idea. or a global pandemic. Who knows? Isn't that where you met Joel? <laughs> what? what Goodwill. Goodwill? Yeah. <laughs> we put our hand on the same shirt and we went <laughs> Joel said this, this is mine. It's <laughs> a guy I gotta work. <laughs> that uh, so, so you started going and getting national dates. You you were obviously a phenomenon in Philly because people immediately go, Oh my god, that's my aunt or that's my yeah. you know, mom and that's my so when you started first going out on the road, did you find it? Uh, it was like pockets of people from Philly in a different city that immediately would come out, or were you finding people coming and wondering, like, okay, what's this about? And you had to win them over. Well, so uh, funny story with that. So the first like out of out of the area um, date we did was in Florida, and um, I, I don't know why I'm I'm cursed, but. The first out-of-town date we did was during the hurricane. Oh, that's in, right. I remember that. Yeah, in uh, Lakeland. So the, the whole place was evacuated. Nothing was open. And Joel can tell you, like, uh, every time we book, like, a hotel or something, it always has to be, like, within, like, a mile distance from a Starbucks because I'm an addict. And I, like, drove to the Starbucks. and <laughs> Which, when he deals with Richie, you got to be an hour or a mile from the gig because he's a drunk. Yes, I need a car. <laughs> Very similar. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, I, I, I drive up there all happy, and it's like, close, evacuation for hurricane. I'm like, what the fuck? Where am I? What is happening? Um, but no, we so we did the first show, and the, the place was an evacuation area. So we had all these people from, like, the Philly area or their friends that they turned on to Aunt Mary Pat, and so they were there, and they were, like, super hyped. It was such a hype crowd. And then there were people who were staying at the hotel because they were evacuated from their homes and they come in and they're like, the fuck is this? Yeah, you had a guy with his glasses like this and he looked down. <laughs> what am I looking at? Joel's just like, just have a seat. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Sit yeah. back, and, sit back like and I was, enjoy I was the street team just barking him in. I go, how'd you like the show? The guy at the end goes, I loved it. 
He came in in a full camo suit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was out deer hunting, decided I was going to come see the show. Well, yeah, Florida, I mean, cool. Florida is, is a strange place. So, I mean, you never know. You never know what you're going to get. But no, it's been it's been good. Like, I mean, it's been different because you, you never know. Like, I mean, I did a show in Staten Island and uh, I would say like two people knew who I, I was. And then the other people just bought tickets because it was something to do. Um, and by, and by was, the way, that, that girl's dead. That girl's dead. In Staten Island? Missy yeah. Allen. The promoter. Yeah, yeah. Oh. A week later, she came up missing. Yeah. So, so since you started doing shows, they've had a hurricane, a pandemic, and a dead booker. <laughs> uh, the you line, don't got to worry about her no more. The Tiger King uh, road crew is going to start following you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know what's going on. Like I can't, I can't catch a break. Like there's, I got a body trail behind me. Like I don't know. Oh man. Uh, but no, it's been fun. It's it's been really interesting. Like uh, California was a cool place that we had a lot of people who um, you know had had hadn't uh, aren't from Philly, but just watched my videos online that came out to the show. So uh, there was a, I don't get all the references, but I think it's funny. So it, it's cool. It's a it's a mixed mixed bag, I guess. Well, that's gotta be that's gotta be interesting because I I mean I've seen you. Uh, obviously at Joe's club, which is near Philly. Yeah. And, and, but do you have that happen where, when you work outside of Philly area where people are, I'm not, I don't get it or I'm not, or, or, or they don't care or, or both. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Have you dealt with that at all? I think it, like it's a mixture. So I think like, uh, like have been watching my videos on, on Instagram and I've been reading like the comments and stuff to see. And then like, so this guy was like, he was like, reacted to a video he's like oh this is hilarious he's like but what is an acme and then these people commented on the comment they're like are you serious are you fucking serious it's it's a grocery store and he's like oh okay okay my bad <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it's funny because like some people like don't get the references per se you know where they're coming from but i think they understand it enough to to get the joke so it's like it's interesting some of the women that sit in the crowd, they're almost like their name's about to get called on like Price is Bright excited. Like, they're like, this is what we came for. And then they yeah. stand up, they're like, woo! Yeah, no, they get I mean, crazy. There's a, there's a lot of comedians out of Boston that I feel like are uh, have the similar thing where there's a lot of references to Boston. Yeah. Like, if they work outside of Massachusetts, people don't get what they're saying, but they still know it's funny. And maybe that's the similar thing where it's like, yeah, I don't know where the where this is, but I get it because it's the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah, because you sure. right. I mean, there's things that go on in Philly that go on in Staten Island that go on in you know Kalamazoo. That you know what I mean. It, it yeah. may not be exactly the same, but I relate to what you're talking about. You know. Yeah. You know, I think they, know. they may not get you know. I, I try to tell like it's not it's not the the stop like it's the destination like the, they'll get the joke because they're in on the joke but they're not they Maybe may not get like the exact thing they yeah yeah go, I don't know what that that's awesome though that just speaks complete talent of how funny you are as a person I just it's... I try like I, I try to like get like what like what I would find funny and like what would be funny to me and a lot of it I mean a lot of it is is based off like shit my mom says and I think like part of the reason like I try to stay so topical with like current events and things is my mom calls me every day. Right. And every day she's like, watch the news. They're saying we are not leaving our houses until 2021. And I don't know what to do because I just booked a trip in December. <laughs> and like my mom has been like all this stuff. Like she keeps like booking trips. And I was like, stop booking fucking trips. Like yeah, we're they're probably they're never leaving our houses again. So <laughs> now see my mom's the opposite, Troy. My mom, Never leaves the house. And the first week of the pandemic, when we were of the quarantine, she went out four times in a week. Four times. She goes, I had to, I had to go to, I had to go to CVS today. They deliver. I had to go every day. And I'm like, you got to stop leaving the house. She goes, well, this is ridiculous. I'm like, you haven't left the house in five years. What? How is this any different? I, my mom's going stir crazy. Like you, Joel knows my mom and she's such like a, I like a busybody. She just she's like an energizer bunny. She just doesn't stop. Uh, she's just so used to moving all the time that like she doesn't know what to do with herself now. So what her and my stepdad do is they go out to order food 
And then while they're waiting for their food, they drink like white claws. And then they're like, you know, like they're at the, at the bar itself, like sitting in the parking lot, having a claw and, <laughs> and enjoying their night. And I'm like, just go home. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? But like, she like, she's like, we told her like, you know, you can't like, you can't come by. We'll just FaceTime or whatever. And she's like, okay. So like what she does now, she pulls into my driveway and is like throws thing over my fence to me. She's like, I got you more masks. Here you go. Got you your favorite. Here you go. Dropping them over my fence because she just like cannot sit still. That's and it's just like, every time she does something, I, I like write it down. I'm like, this is, this will be a good video one day. I got it. funny that they're having trouble coming up with enough masks for nurses and doctors, but every asshole on the streets walking around with a mask. And I'm like, how did that? Right? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. My mom has an inn somewhere because like my like my house is like well stocked and she won't tell me like her connect at all. But she has like, <laughs> like <laughs> she has gloves and hand sanitizer and she's like, I got that good. I'll be over at noon yeah. to drop it off. <laughs> you want some? I got some. You want some? Yeah, I got you. I got you, hon. Let me know. <laughs> what um you, you said you started out, you were making films and stuff. I see you're wearing a Star Wars shirt. Are you a big Star yeah. Wars guy? Uh, I wasn't growing up, but I am now. And it was like kind of like one of those things where I was like, everyone loved it, so I hated it. Uh -huh. And then once the hype died down, I was like, oh, yeah, I love it. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? I'm, I'm definitely that kind of person where, like, I never like anything when it's popular. And then when it's, like, in the discount bin, I, like, rally behind it like it's nobody's business. And then I, I know, like, <laughs> I once people are, like, Star Wars is in the discount bin at this point. No, not this one, you know, exactly. But uh, no, it's like, I, like I, I just like rally behind the underdog. I'm such like an underdog enthusiast. Is that why you're so old? Yes. <laughs> I, I made a joke one time. Uh, I, I forget what it was. It was, it was at Joel's comedy club and Brendan and uh, Joel, you know, they opened the show and everything was going good. It was like something. I was like, you're welcome for keeping those two in business. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Something stupid. And then I get, I get all like, I get all self-conscious. Like you guys weren't upset about that. Cause I was completely joking. No, well, <laughs> you actually made Brendan feel special. Cause when you guys were out in California, he walked outside and ran into three of our friends, Chris DiStefano, uh, Tim Dillon and Giannis Pappas, like from it just happened to be walking down the street, you know, yeah. headed to the comedy store. So then they were like, he was just happy that they were, you know, remembered him. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they ended up seeing each other out in LA. We loved we had, it. We had a really good time out there. Yeah. To give Joel some some cred, uh, ninety nine percent of the time, if you go up and you make fun of like the host or you make fun of the person who brings you out, the crowd turns on you. And they immediately they're like, "Oh, this guy's a dick." When you bust Joel's chops, the Everybody audience is like, him. we're in on this. We get it. Like, this is, we love this guy. Get on him some more. I think it's because everybody's going, we were just saying that. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I, I told I told these guys, uh, oh, I mean, Troy, we talked about this, but uh, one thing that, that I love that you do is that, when you do your improv, it's in character, and some guy yelled out, "It's the cream of some young guy," and and you actually you didn't respond as you, you responded in character, and you're like, "Ah, oh, that was Larry back in the '80s, please." Yeah, like it's just it's amazing <laughs> that you're able to, to 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 react that way and 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 respond in less than ten seconds. Once once I'm in, I'm in. So like I like even yeah, though it's, like, it's me, you can't get out. Got Even though it's me, I'm like thinking about how like that character would respond to that that thing. It's like a like it's automatic to me, just because like I think when I'm in a character, I like try to get enough reference material that I know what they would how they would respond to uh, to anything. And I think that's what that's you know that's what makes a good impression artist is they know the character well enough to to respond back to it. So funny story, real quick. I had I had to do a birthday. For this guy, he turned seventy-five, and his uh, kids want to do something. Speaking special of for cream him. of some young guy, uh, his kids want to do something special for him. But obviously, this is you know all the stuff that's going on. They had a it was his seventy-fifth birthday, his parents' fiftieth wedding anniversary, and the guy's fortieth birthday. And they had this trip planned out of the country, and it got canceled, and they couldn't do anything. And uh, they're like, so uh, 
he connects with me through a friend. He's like, my dad loves Barbara Streisand. And we thought like maybe we could have a drag queen come impersonate Barbara Streisand and sing happy birthday to him and stuff like that. And like, I was like, I, I don't know Barbara Streisand. I know like bad gay. I don't know any Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, and hey, you call yourself a gay man. Well, you're, Take you're my card. You're Take my one. card. But the guy, the guy booked me and he was like, I was like, is your dad going to be okay with this? He's like, my dad has two gay sons. He wouldn't expect anything less than this. So I was like, <laughs> okay. So I, I got my Barbara all ready to go and did it. And it was like, it was such a crash course. Cause like they booked me and then it was like, uh, I think less than 24 hours later, I had to like, you know, be, be wow. in that, that character. But it was just like, I'm like such a student of people. Like I've always been an observer and just like watching the way people move and talk. And, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just how my brain works, I guess. Cool. Is that, is that, is that how you got started in, into impersonating a car salesman? You're like, I just love the way those guys operate. So yes, yes. I like, I don't know what it is, but ever since I was a kid, I've been obsessed with those car commercials on the radio. Where it was like, come on down to Cherry Hill Honda. We're all putting a new car. New credit, fair credit, whatever. We got you. And like, it was such like, it was so like, I was like, who told their cousin Jimmy to use his own voice for his car radio ad? Because it sounds yeah. disgusting, but I love them. I'm yeah. just like, obsessed. And you're right, no matter where you go in America, the car salesman on the radio has that accent. If you want to learn the, like if you go to Brooklyn, they're like, yo, come down to Brooklyn Dodge. Right, the Optimosa guy. And they're like, here in Memphis, Hyundai, come down to Memphis, Hyundai. No matter where you go, they have the most distinct accent for that area. It's so yeah. Cool. yeah. They're yeah. a real person from that area. And they yeah. just did a double espresso. Oh, yeah. They have to. Yeah, they yeah. Well, just I love it. I love it. It's like, I don't know what it is oh. about like a South Jersey car salesman that just like literally has the best disgusting voice that i've ever heard in my entire life well let's roll just the like, clip yeah. hey guys bob Fonda here for cherry hill honda come on down where if you don't pay less we give you more also we got a beautifully renovated new showroom so come on down it's great it's a family-owned business for 35 years we're gonna give you the best deal no matter what no credit bad credit we got you come on down look at our beautiful showroom we have tons of cars here come on down and remember bob fonda wants to see you in a cherry hill honda no. <laughs> they got the goddamn pointing i love the pointing yeah 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 and it's always like a picture of him next to a car like like i don't know i don't know if like you have to be a narcissist to be a used car salesman in Cherry Hill, right. but you see his face everywhere. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt. I love car sales, and then also anybody who does the. Have you ever seen like carpet salesmen on? Yes, they're like a whole different breed. It's like a whole different person, uh, like yeah. from a different world. Like you come down. I can hook you up with some fucking carpet, all right? Like they, they're the opposite. They're the anti-salesman. Like you wouldn't want to hang out with this guy for five seconds. Yeah. Am I the am I the killed 17 people? I don't know. But the carpet looked nice. Burber carpet. You know what commercials nice. are gonna come back? I've fallen and I can't get up is on all the time again. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it really? Yeah, and it's like new version, like the it's new old people, and they're new. They, they, they run all the time. Yeah, and they got this woman in the shower, Joe. And it's the funniest thing because her curtains look just like what's behind Joel. And um, where do you think Joel is? <laughs> yeah, falls in the shower. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And she grabs the curtain and just kind of puts it around her as she falls, so no one can see her naked. It's the fun. And then she's on, and she's like, "I fall, and I can't get up." And she's, I'm like, "What?" Why do they even need this commercial at this point? You know what I mean? Like everybody has one of those who needs them. You know, my mother, yeah. has one, she never brings it with her in the shower. I'm like, <laughs> All senior citizens must have life alert. But, right, life alert. <laughs> my mother leaves it in like the bedroom. I'm like, what? What good is it going to do you in the bedroom when you're in the shower? She's <laughs> living dangerously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the clapper. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. Those oh. commercials are great, and the JG Wentworth commercials I love too. I would love oh. to do. 
you know, something like that. Where the best get cash now. My favorite is the guy you're supposed to be relating to in the commercial is a complete loser. Like the guy, he's like in his parents' basement with like beer cans and pizza boxes. Like, the weird thing is, money? that's actually my cousin. <laughs> I thought it looked my familiar. You know what's funny? Know. Like because of DVRs now and everything, that like commercials are kind of a lost art because you can go right by them. You know, you, ah, I don't want to watch this. Why the the general's kicking ass? He gets Snoop Dogg, Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shaq the general and save some time. Shaq would do it. So <laughs> I mean, Shaq will sell anything. He don't give a shit. Because he, he didn't sell himself. He was in that that uh, award winning film Kazan. Yeah. <laughs> and he was in the Fushnik. Yes, award winning Kazan. Shaq. Can I rock? Actually, What's up, Doc? It was actually the biopic of Elias Kazan. And uh, they talk about <laughs> shooting on the waterfront. I love it. <laughs> Beautiful thing. So before we let you go, Troy, what's uh, what's coming up next? And anything you're looking forward to? And uh, people, I guess, find yeah, you. I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, not dying. Because yeah. it's, like, a fucking pandemic and shit. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. As, you know, we, we can get back into the, the normal swing of things. Um I'm actually in talks right now uh, with a television producer um, about an upcoming uh, new show that they're doing about uh, people who, I guess, love where they're from and like represent their their areas. So uh, fingers crossed that that right. works out, and we'll Good see. Luck. You know, what goes from there. Thank you. Um, working on new music for Aunt Mary Pat, and uh, just pumping out content. Like, I mean, I uh, I've been so busy. Like, I kind of like. I love doing videos, especially those quick videos, like little funny clips. That's where I feel most comfortable and, and the funniest. So uh, this has been like a great time for me to really like work on those impressions and, and those characters and stuff. So I, I'm really having, I mean, you know, despite not leaving my house, the time of my life doing these, uh, doing these little things. So hopefully I can pump out more of that and, you know, we'll see what happens next. Well, hopefully you get back on stage soon, man, because that's where yeah. you're doing a great job. You know, I, I, I got to open for you a couple of times, and I love watching you. And um, Right back at you. I mean, it's just a shame. It's just a shame, that, you know, what's happening right now, you know. But yeah. at least you're doing something. Like us, like we we just well, – well, what can we do? Okay, well, let's yeah. do this every night. And we've been doing this every night. It's been a lot of fun. So, I mean, there's still content you can put out there, and that's the good thing, you know. Yeah, I think, I think just staying busy and, like, I mean – now more than ever, there's a market for digital comedy, and I think people are really uh, receptive to it. You know, people need entertainment, and uh, whether they like it or not, they're getting it from me. <laughs> I'm doing it, but no, it's it's been it's been fun, and I, I'm really happy um, to see how many people have really stepped up to the plate and and kind of thrived in this environment. It, it's you know inspiring to see you guys work and and put out content and. Um, I'm happy to be doing the same thing and you know people seem to really be responding to it so that's always always a good thing well good luck man hang in there thank you stay man. healthy yeah, well salute <laughs> 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 that's strange jokes and storytelling you guys are the best last thank call you. thanks for listening to drinks jokes and storytelling